Hello, and welcome to Shatterbox Dreams. I'm Danielle, and this is English with Danielle. Okay, so today we have kind of an important topic to talk about. And it's really important because there's a huge thing that's happening in the news all over the world. You probably have already been hearing about it and reading about it and watching it in your respective countries and in your, in, your, in your languages. But it's good to know that it's actually um, interacting with the news in the language that you're learning is a really, really great, great way to actually learn the language. So me, for example, I try to always watch some news at least a couple times a week in German because that's the language that I'm learning, right? Now, the news comes in different forms, right? There's newspapers, there's the radio, there's TV, there's social media. So there's all different kinds of ways that we can actually receive and interact with the news and what's going on in the world around us. So today we're gonna to talk a little bit about the news and some of the words that you might hear if you were to watch or listen to or read the news in English, okay? So we're gonna go over some words, some vocabulary that you will see or hear or read in the news. Okay, very good. So hello to everyone in the chat. I see so many people are already greeting me. Hello from Paris, hello from Jordan. Wow, it's a lot of you in here today. Okay, thank you so much for joining, okay? So, before we get started, I would love to know, how do you get your news? Do you watch it on television, right, TV? Do you listen to it on the radio? Do you read it in the newspaper? Do you read it or watch it on the internet? Or do you come across it when you're scrolling on social media, right? So how do you actually get the news, right? Now, me personally, I would say I mostly, I try to check um, the, the CNN, which is a news, um, a news outlet in the United States. I check that every morning when I wake up, I'll check the news to see what's going on. And then throughout the day, I might scroll on social media and click on articles that I see, okay? So it actually looks like there's a range, but most people, it looks like most people get their news from the internet, right? That makes sense, the internet and social media. That's kind of the way People of my generation, younger and slightly older, that's how a lot of us are actually getting the news now. Now my father, my parents on the other hand, they watch the news on TV. They still have the news on in the mornings and in the evenings. So the older generations tend to still watch it, in the, uh, um, watch it on television or listen to it on the radio. Um, and this, those of us who are more on the go, we like to get our news very quickly. We might see it on the TV, uh, on social media or on the internet, right? But any way you get the news, it's really, really great. So Aziza says, I scroll news on my phone and I see them on TV. Yeah, some of you might actually use a couple of different ways to get your news, okay? Very, very good. So as I said, we're gonna go through some words that you probably will hear if you were to watch the news in English. Okay, so the first word is conflict, right? 
Oh, it's not a very nice word, but it's a word that you will definitely hear over and over again. So a conflict is basically just a fight, a battle or struggle, especially over a period of time, right? So you can have a fight, but a fight is usually like it starts and ends pretty quickly, right? A conflict is something that happens more so over a period of time. So we know that there's a conflict happening right now between Ukraine and Russia, right? Now, you probably would say, well, Danielle, why don't you use the word war, right? Well, you can use the word war, but um, I would say in this particular instance, they are synonyms, meaning they have very similar meanings. So depending on what outlet, what you're actually, what type of news outlet you're watching or reading, you may see the word war, and in others, you might actually see the word conflict, right? But conflict is actually a word that can be used outside of the context of war, right? We can say there's a conflict happening in a, between companies or between spouses, like between a, um, um, in a married couple, there could be a conflict happening. So conflict is a very generic word that basically means there's some kind of fight or battle happening, but over a period of time, okay? Very good. So the next word, provoke, to provoke. So if someone wants a reaction, he, she, or they can provoke the other person. So if you look at the image, this is kind of a tough word to like understand, but if you look at the image, you see this, these two people and they're taking the broom and shoving it, knocking on the roof above them, right? So they are possibly provoking their neighbors upstairs, right? They were, might be provoking them. So when you provoke someone, you are doing something so that you can get a reaction out of them, right? So maybe they're provoking their neighbors because they want them to stop listening to music so loudly, right? There's all different kinds of reasons, but to provoke means when you want to get a reaction out of someone. So you do something to get that reaction, okay? Yes, so Shaka says they have conflict and that's why the war is happening. That's actually a great way to put it. Yes, absolutely, totally agree. Okay, so provoke. So this is how we could use this word in a sentence. The boy is provoking his brother and sister by yelling into their ears, right? The boy is provoking his brother and sister. In the context of war, we might say something like, the country is provoking, Russia is provoking Ukraine by attacking certain facilities, right? That's how we could use that in the context of war. So it basically just means you are doing something specifically to get a reaction out of someone, okay? Very good. So next word, protest, protest. So protest is to say publicly that you do not agree with something, 
right? So this is a big word right now. There's protest happening all over the world, protesting the war. And actually, in times of war, there's always a major protest happening, right? And I would say in the case of this particular war, there's, it's, it's happening on a much larger scale than other wars. But this, but protest basically means that you publicly do not agree with something and you publicly disagree with it out loud, right? Now there's many different forms of protest. There's lots of different forms of protest. As you can see in the image, these women are, they are holding each other's arms, right? That's a form of protest. They're making sort of a human chain. That's a form of protest. Okay, the students are protesting the new uniform policy. That's how we can use that in a sentence. The students are protesting the new uniform policy, right? So maybe they're writing um, articles in their, in their school newspaper, or maybe they are having a meeting with their principal, but they are protesting the new uniform policy. Now, one particular type of protest that's happening a lot right now is the demonstration or for short, you can say a demo, right? So that's when people go out with signs on the street and they say they are for or against something, right? So there's lots of demonstrations going on and that's specifically when people gather in large crowds and they hold signs and they may yell something. So a demonstration is a particular type of protest. Now a demonstration, I would say the words can be used interchangeably, they kind of mean the same thing, but it might be a better way to think of it as a demonstration is one single event, right? There's a demonstration on Saturday. Whereas a protest could take place with many different things, right? Many different forms of protesting. So there could be a demonstration, there could be writing letters to your, to your elected officials, right? There could be a silent demonstration. There could be lots of different types of protesting and demonstration is one of them. Okay. Very good. Okay. Somebody said my hair is, my hairstyle is so nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Very good. Um, yeah. So Farid says there is a huge demo right now in Paris against the new retirement plan. Very, very interesting. I'm going to have to look into that because I'm very curious about that now. So yeah, there's always demonstrations happening. I live in Berlin and there's always a demonstration happening in Berlin. Probably every week there is some type of demonstration. So this is a city full of people who feel very passionately about issues and they go out and they make sure that they publicly state their feelings about these issues. Okay, very good. So just a question for you. In what ways do you like to protest, right? This is just your opinion. Now, as I said, there's different ways that you can do it. So tell me in what ways do you like to protest? If there's something that you feel very passionate about, how do you go about protesting? I'm very, very curious. Okay, so we have some answers already coming in. Some people have said by going to demonstrations, participating in demonstrations, by writing letters, that's a good one. 
by speaking very good. Sometimes you can protest by just sharing your opinions with people around you. It doesn't have to be public, you know, where you're talking to thousands of people. Sometimes you can just talk to your neighbors or your friends or your colleagues, right? Very good. Sit-ins, that's a great, that's a great one. A sit-in is a very good type of protest. That's basically where a group of people get together and they all sit down and make a unified protest for something. Someone says it depends on the situation. I love that, absolutely. Because different situations require different types of protesting. So I think that's a very, very good answer. Um, some people said, I don't use or buy something. Okay, so that's also a form of protest. It's by boycotting a company, right? Saying, I'm that's boycott is a, is a type of protest that basically says, I'm not going to support this company, right? So I could boycott a shoe company or I can boycott a restaurant. Right? I'm not going to spend my money to support this company because I don't like something that they do. Right, That's a great way to protest. Um, yeah, so lots of petitions. Petition, that's a great word. A petition is when people sign their names either in support or against something, right? Because if you can show the government that there are 10,000 people who are against this, that's a very, very strong act of protest. Very good. These are great responses, everyone. Very good responses. Okay. All right. So the next word is sanction. Now, this is kind of a tough English word. It's not really a word for people who are starting to learn English, but it's a word that you'll definitely hear. So we'll go over it. So a sanction is a strong action taken in order to make people obey the law. So it's a rule or it's like a punishment, right? So for example, right, in the context of what's happening now, the, some of the world, some of the countries in the world didn't like what Russia was doing and so they imposed sanctions against them, saying we won't trade with you. And there's all different kinds of sanctions, but it's basically where you punish or you prohibit right? Prohibition. You prohibit a country from doing something. It could be a country or a company, right? So that's a sanction. So a country can say, we will not trade with you until you stop this action. That's a sanction. Okay. That's a sanction. Okay. All right. The next word is flee. This is kind of, this is a sad one, as all of these words are quite sad. But this one in particular is very sad because it means when people run away from a place or situation out of danger. And this is a very, very unfortunate side effect of war and conflicts is that oftentimes people have to leave their homes in order to get to safety, right? It happens in every single war. And so people flee. It means to run away from a place or situation from danger, right? Unfortunately, one of the very, very awful aspects of war. So to use it in a sentence, the people fled. So fled is the past tense of flee. The people fled their country during the war, right? That's how you can use that word in a sentence. Very good. 
The next word is negotiate. Negotiate. This is another word that we can use outside of this context, outside of talking about war, but it's especially used when we're talking about war because what we want is for people to come together, right? In this case, the countries to come together and come to an agreement to stop the conflict or to stop the war, right? So you try to come to an agreement. So as you can see in the image, there's two groups of people on both sides of the table and one you know, side A says, I would like this. Side B says, I want that. Side A says, no, you can't have this, but you can have this. So that's a negotiation. Now, negotiations take place all the time, right? You can negotiate with your romantic partner. I don't want to wash the dishes tonight, but I will clean up the living room, right? That's maybe a negotiation. Or when you um, are hired for a job and they've offered you 20,000 euros, but you say, I actually want 30,000 euros. And they say, well, how about 25,000 euros? That's a negotiation. So negotiation, come up with some type of agreement. Very good. The next word, peace. Peace. Now, this is what we're all hoping for. We want this to be the very quick outcome of this particular conflict. And that's a period when there is no war or a war has ended, right? So this is what we're all hoping for, that peace is reached, that the negotiations happen and that we reach peace very quickly. Okay, so quiz time. When there is no conflict, there is what? When there is no conflict, there is what? So let me just check the chat. I have a couple other people who are still saying hi. Yes, Farid, absolutely. When you flee, you are seeking refuge or asylum. Those are two really great English words. Refuge and asylum. Yes, that means you are fleeing to safety, right? Very good. Okay, somebody says, the picture reminds me of Mr. Heckles from Friends. I actually, you know, I am from the U.S., but I've actually never watched Friends before. Maybe I'll get, maybe I should watch that because people always reference this show. Okay, very good. Everybody knows this. When there is no conflict, there is peace. Great job. A conversation where people are trying to find a solution is called what? A conversation where people are trying to find a solution is called what? Okay, everybody, you all are so fantastic. Perhaps you already knew these words because you already been watching the news in English. So a conversation where people are trying to come to a solution is called a negotiation. Very, very, very good, a negotiation. Now you can say, Actually, the second one, understanding, is like we're trying to come to an understanding. That also can work. But when we talk specifically about a solution, right? A solution, we're talking about the word negotiation, right? To come to an understanding means that we both, it's not really a solution, it's more so we are on the same page. We're here, we get each other, we understand each other. Whereas a negotiation is more, let's come up, to a, come up with a solution to this particular problem. Very good. 
Um, next, blank are prohibitions on a country. Blank are prohibitions on a country. What do you say? Mary says, I like your streams. Thank you so much. I very much appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, so yeah, blank are prohibitions on a country, demonstrations, or sanctions. So it looks like most of you are saying sanctions, which is absolutely right. So it's basically, as I said, a sanction is when you tell a country you can't do this, or you're not allowed to do this, or we're punishing you for doing this. That's a prohibition, right? So sanctions are prohibitions, but they're also punishments, and they're also threats, right? Exactly. Okay, and this is the last question. We are going to a blank on Sunday. Are you coming? We are going to a blank on Sunday. Are you coming? Actually, both of these probably could work, <laughs> but there's very uh, uh, there's one particular answer that I'm looking for, and most of you got it. All of you, you've got it at this point, which is demonstration. We are going to a demonstration or a demo with our picket signs on Sunday. Are you coming? Yes. Very, very good. Okay, everyone. So just to wrap it all up, these were some of the words that we went over today. Um, if these words were quite easy for you, that's okay. I'm glad you joined anyway. Um, this was an elementary level stream, so these words as I said, could have been a little bit too easy for some of you, but that's okay. So conflict, provoke, protest, demonstration, sanction, flee, negotiate, and peace. Thank you so much for joining. I'll see you next time.